0: Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We're moving on today in our study in Paul's letter to Timothy. This is 1 Timothy chapter 1. Today we're going to be looking at verses 12 through 17. And Yesterday we were talking about um, what Paul said about the purpose of the law, and today we're moving into the purpose of Jesus in coming. Um, I am convinced that sometimes we make um, matters of faith more difficult than they have to be because we get caught up and distracted by the peripheral things. And uh, what Paul is calling us back to uh, in this letter is to consider the essential matters of faith, and um, we can be too distracted getting uh drilling down into peripheral things and lose sight of what it's all about, what being a disciple of Jesus Christ is all about, what what faith is all about, and what. Jesus ultimately did for us. (laughs) We get caught up in our views on sovereignty and justification and um, all of these things, and and theology matters. Uh, It really does. Um, But if it distracts us from our essential purpose and our essential message, then we need to rein it in and remind ourselves who we are and what we believe, and what we celebrate um, in this uh, Christian faith of ours. And so today we're going to look at what Paul writes to his apprentice Timothy uh, in verses 12 through 17. Let's prepare our hearts by going to the Father. Heavenly Father, we come before you once again, hungry, uh, needy, desiring to hear from your word, Lord God, desiring uh, most of all uh, for an encounter with you. We can read your word and miss you all together. And so, Lord God, we want to enter this time slowly and intentionally, and uh, we want to spiritually invite you to lead us as we prepare to study. Father, uh, we trust that when your word is broken uh, and faithfully considered that your spirit is at work through it, and we pray once again that you would teach us and give us insight and understanding into your word that could only come from your spirit. Father, we love you and we thank you for the gift of your word. We pause today and we make this time to put your word uh, on the front burner, so that it can really set the tone for the day ahead. Help us be people of the Word. Help us live out the things that we learn and the insights that you give us so that they might be applied to the maximum benefit of our growth in grace. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. 1 Timothy 1, 12 through 17. Paul writes, The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the foremost. But I received mercy for this reason, that in me, as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience as an example to those who are to believe in him for eternal life. To the king of the ages, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory ever. And ever. Amen. Paul says so very much in these verses. First, as we encounter his words in verse 12, Paul gives Jesus thanks for calling him into his service, uh, for appointing him an apostle, and um, for also giving him strength. You know, the source of our strength for daily life is none other than the Lord. Um, we, there are things that we can do to take care of our bodies, our minds, and our spirits, but ultimately the strength we possess is the strength God gives. And we should thank Him daily for the uh, s- strength He provides for daily living. Uh, Paul's grateful for Jesus calling him. Uh, He says, He judged me faithful, appointing me to his service. I think even before Paul's conversion, the Lord saw in Paul a person who was single-mindedly dedicated to that which he was most convicted about. And what Jesus knew is that Paul just needed to pivot from being uh, single-mindedly committed to the law So that he might be single-mindedly committed to the gospel of grace. (laughs) And Jesus knew his heart and judged right. And Paul was um, the first century's most prolific evangelist, church planter, and writer of uh, scripture. Paul, in verse 13, talks about his life before Christ. And this is how he describes himself. He says, Formerly I was a blasphemer. I spoke untruth. I spoke against God. I was a persecutor of the faithful. I was an insolent opponent. I was digging my heels in and I did not want to believe that Jesus was God's way. uh, That Jesus was the sign and symbol of the new covenant of God's grace in the cross. I was fighting against that. I didn't want to give up on the law. I didn't want to give up on uh, the old ways. But he says, I received mercy because I had acted ignorantly in unbelief. Um, How often that's true of our stories too. We maybe talk about faith in God, faith in Jesus, but ultimately we act in unbelief because we prove that we trust ourselves more. Um, Our words of faith pale in comparison to our actions, uh, proving that we really do trust in God, proving that we really do uh, cling to Jesus. It's what we do, along with what we say, that proves our faith to be genuine. In verse 14, he says, And the grace of our Lord overflowed for me with the faith and love that are in Jesus Christ. Uh, Paul remembers his conversion on the road to Damascus. And in that moment, God broke through. And I think if we look back on our story of faith, we can remember moments when God broke through and the grace of, and mercy of Jesus became real in our lives and real in our hearts. And we saw the foolishness of our former ways and we reached out with empty hands and said, Yes, Lord, I receive you. I receive what you have. Fill me to overflowing because my way of life has been bankrupt up to this point. Paul remembers back (laughs) to the grace flowing for him with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Oh, when we open our hearts to him, the faith pours in and the love pours in and life begins to look very different. He moves on in verse 15 and he gives us a reminder of the essential purpose of Christ in coming He says, The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Uh, If we we wind up in the weeds theologically and we're drilling down deep into all these peripheral matters and we need a reminder about what this faith journey is all about, um, we would not be here if it weren't for what Paul just wrote in verse 15. That Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Jesus said in other places that he came to seek and save that which was lost. He wasn't coming uh, looking for the found. (laughs) He was coming looking for the lost. Those who were in the far country, those who uh, were living life at a distance from God, their creator, who had no notion of their need. Uh, Jesus came to seek and save that which was lost. He came to save sinners. And Paul describes himself as the foremost among sinners. Uh, Jesus' purpose in coming was to save sinners, to save the lost, to reconcile the the world to God, uh, to bring sinners back into right relationship with their Creator. That was his whole purpose in coming. And if we don't reckon with our sinful state, if we don't reckon with our need for the grace and mercy of the cross, We'll never understand um, why Jesus came. He came for us. Um, Paul writes in Romans that uh, while we were yet sinners, (laughs) Christ died for us. What good news, what joyful news uh, that message truly is. Um, He came to seek and save us while we were lost so that we might come to know our God and Creator and be restored to right relationship with Him, forgiven of our sins and free from sin's grip on our lives. Thank you, Jesus. He says, I receive mercy for this reason, that in me as the foremost Jesus Christ might display His perfect patience as an example to those who were to believe in Him for eternal life. Paul knew that his life was a witness. Paul knew that people would see who he was and remember who he was and see the greatness of God's grace on display in his life. <laughs> only God can convert a Paul, an Eli, a Joe, a Susan, a John, a Frank, whatever your situation, only Jesus could convert us and, and, and win us over with his grace and change our hearts uh, so that people who knew us, One uh, one day, way in the past, might say, who is this person now? (laughs) What has happened to their lives? Um, That in our lives, uh, a living witness, a living testimony to God's amazing work might be on display in us as an example to those uh, who were to believe in Him for eternal life. Um, So... Paul does get a little theological here in verse 16. He recognizes that his life would be a living testimony to the greatness of God's power on display, uh, specifically to those who were to believe in him for eternal life. Now this gets into matters of theology um, and the question of um, how do sinners turn to Jesus? What is it that awakens faith in people? And uh, Paul is signaling that um, the prevenient grace, the grace of God that goes before us, goes ahead of us, that woos us toward Christ, woos us toward relationship with God, the Holy Spirit at work through that grace sets the stage for belief. And some will respond and others will not. And in the deep mystery of the economy of God, we do not understand why. Some respond and others do not. We simply go and we witness and we testify in faithfulness to the call of God in our lives. And he ends this series of verses in verse 17 with a beautiful uh, um, anthem of praise. (laughs) that is so powerful. He says, all of this, all of this, I celebrate this, and I give all the praise to the king of the ages, immortal, invisible, God only wise, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Now that is Uh, a way of offering god great praise and great glory and great honor for his great work in our lives Uh, that's a prayer (laughs) those are words of adoration those are words of deep affection for the god who saved us and may it be our prayer today may we echo those words in our living may we trust in these attributes of god that he is the king of the ages the immortal God, the invisible God, the only God who's worthy of all honor and glory forever and ever. Let us make that our prayer today, my dear friends. Hey, thanks for listening. God bless you as you go, and may these words continue to resonate in your hearts today.